Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back. Week, what is this, 11, 12? I already lost count, but week 12 yes. in the books. What's what's up, Julian? What's up? What's going on? How was your weekend? How's your Thanksgiving? Not much. Not much, man. Happy Thanksgiving. It was a wild weekend. <clears throat> I'm sure you're aware. Went to Michigan for this, uh, for the game uh, and Michigan, Ohio State. Fucking I know we don't touch. Yeah, we don't talk much college football, man. And to be quite honest with you, it's not my cup of tea, but it was fun. It was fun. I had a great time. It was snowing. Um, so it was typical, typical Big Ten weather. Yeah, I thought it was going to be closer. That shit was a blowout. So <laughs> um, anyways, this, we wanted to recap the Thanksgiving games beforehand, but we just couldn't. But uh, we'll just do it right now. So what do you think? Uh, we don't really have to talk about Lions Bears. I mean, oh, dude, the page word. The Lions fucked up your spread bet. That's all we can really say mm-hmm. about that. I mean, it was just a stupid game. Bad coaching. Coaching. Just like, j- just like this coaching right now. Raiders Cowboys. I mean, what a fucking mess of a game that was. Um, Raiders pulled out the upset. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm going to credit that victory more towards the Cowboys just being an abomination on the penalty with the penalty yards they gave up pi on anthony brown every other deep deep ball thrown his way it's like come on dude are you fucking kidding me but yeah the raiders pulled off the upset i don't know if you had anything to say about that game that was fucking ridiculous yeah i mean uh i mm, i don't know when i i usually can predict uh, an outscore of a game based off of like the first couple of drives between each team um, and looking at this game, I was like, okay, Raiders playing aggressive. Like, you know, they actually might pull this off. Um, and, you know, once they scored that, that that touchdown drive with Deshaun Jackson, I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, the Raiders came to play. Um, so I kind of expected the Raiders to kind of win this. I didn't think the Cowboys were going to. Um, uh, no, we both we both had the Raiders getting blown out. No yeah. way you thought the Raiders were going to win no, this game. No, no. I'm saying after I saw the Deshaun Jackson oh, touchdown, okay, I was okay. like, I was like, oh, shit, like, the Raiders came to play. Like, they might actually yeah, win this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, the Cowboys came back. Um, but still, I, I still felt like the, the Raiders were going to win this. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I hedged my bet. Um, I did this on DraftKings with my bro. Um, I picked, obviously, the Ra- or the Cowboys, excuse me. Um, but then once I saw the Raiders started playing, like, how they were, I was like, oh, shit. So I told my brother, like, hey, let's, let's, let's do another bet with the Raiders on money line. And obviously, it, 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 it didn't. I didn't win money off of this game, but I didn't lose as much as I was going to um, if I didn't place the bet on the Raiders live bet. Um, but, no, yeah, great game. A lot of fucking penalties, though, I'll tell you that. It was embarrassing how many penalties were. I thought the Lions game had a lot of penalties, and then I saw this game, oh, yeah. too. And I was like, good Lord. Well, like, yeah, it was just bad coaching. Yeah, I, mean, I will say, though, that's just typical Raiders, though. I mean, that's a Raider game in, in, in summaries. Really, any game you watch the Raiders, there's a lot of penalties that they commit. Um, so I know it's also the Cowboys, but I was not too surprised at how many penalties there were because this is how the Raiders play. This is how they've been doing it all well, season. Well, no, it's more the Cowboys. I don't really give a shit what the Raiders do. I'm just talking about the Cowboys <laughs> side of things. I mean, 28 penalties or some shit like that. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I mean, Mike McCarthy, we've, we've said it time and time again, like you're just throwing away this fucking whole team's potential with having him as your coach and, that game just sums up the reason why they're not a Super Bowl pick this year at all. I mean, there's going to be a time in a playoff game where a situation like that's going to happen. There's going to the 
Rodgers or Brady or Stafford will throw a long ball. Anthony Brown will be the victim of another P.I. or the stupid little fight they had on the sideline when it was the third quarter or something like that. Just uh, just idiotic things. And I just blame that on McCarthy. And they, they had no business losing this game. I understand they weren't healthy and they were missing a lot of pieces. But after what we saw with the Raiders put their effort against the Bengals, I mean, the, the Cowboys should have took care of business easily and they didn't. So, um, yeah, what a fucking stupid game. And then the Bill Saints, I mean, we both expected the Bills to win. You thought it was going to be close, but uh, no, it was a blowout. <laughs> and uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I watched the oh, – go ahead. I was going to say, I, I saw, like, the first half, and I know it was closer than, than what it was at halftime, but I was like, no, like, the Bills are, <laughs> are going to take care of business. Yeah. I turned it off after the second – or after halftime. <laughs> and there's uh, rumors that Taysom Hill is taking uh, first quarterback snaps now, so – it's only, it's only a matter of time before he starts. Maybe it's against the Cowboys next week, this Thursday, or who knows. But, I mean, it was only a matter of time. Simeon has just been not good at all, especially in the Eagles game where they had a chance to win that game and that pick six and all that, everything that he did that game. We already broke that game down, but, yeah, I'm not surprised Taysom Hill's going to take over the job pretty soon. So, um, yeah. yeah, Thanksgiving games. That's pretty much it. Now let's get to the meat and bones, the meat and potatoes of Sunday. I told you, bro, Patriots times. That was going to be a fucking massacre. They fucking smoked them. It was closer at halftime than it was, but then I wanted it to be, but 36, 13. I mean, come on. That we took care of business, which we should have like you, you said they were going to, it was going to be another blowout. Like it was in Atlanta and it pretty much was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I go based off of the performances previously. Um, I said that in the betting episode. The Titans don't look good with Derrick Henry. Tannehill just looks like shit. Mm-hmm. And just heading in, the Patriots defense is fucking great, man. They're awesome. Um, and this is to be expected. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie, though. I mean, Mike Jones and then them boys, they're, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of, you know, making me become a fan now. Uh, like that was quick. A little bit. <laughs> no, no, all right, all right. Look, look, listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not in on, on Mac Jones, you know, carrying this team to, to make the Super Bowl just yet. But, I mean, with the defense he has, I mean, all to do is just make a couple throws, don't make mistakes, and, you know, you'll win a football game. They're doing good. They're doing good. I, I, I like how he's playing. So I got to give him a couple more weeks, but I'm not hating him whatsoever. Uh, not how I was the week before. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give the Titans – uh some credit here with the run game they're actually i like foreman and hilliard i mean they they were actually um you know busting up some good runs obviously hilliard had that what was it 69 70 yard run so i mean i'll give them props on that they were able to run the ball but once the blow once Tannehill, they started fumbling Tannehill through the intercept they couldn't run the ball anymore so you know i, I don't blame them you know too much but i mean they tried they tried to run the ball so you know it is what it is but I mean, Patriots have a huge game. I, I told you, we just needed to get through these two and then, you know, handle the Bills, which I I think more, more and more, the closer we get to this game, I'm going to pick the Patriots because, I mean, what what have we seen from the Bills that convinces you that they're going to make a statement and steal this game from the Patriots? I mean, Josh Allen threw, what, two, three picks against the Saints? I mean, come on, bro. Like, that, the – JC Jackson and them boys are already licking their chops ready for that game. I mean, come on. 
But, uh, I mean, good game. We handled business. That's all I really cared about. Uh, Mac Jones had a pretty decent game. So, yeah, defense. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the sexiest game. It wasn't oh, the yeah. sexiest game for Mac Jones. But, like you said, he took care of business. He did what he had to do. Um, yeah, the defense played great, as always. We'll see how they do against Josh Allen. That's different. I mean, look, Bill's offense is by far – I know they struggled, but they're, they're better than the Titans' offense and any of the offenses the Patriots have played the past couple weeks. So, um, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, let me ask you this. Rookie of the year, Mac Jones, front runner, or, or what's up? Uh, I think right now, yeah. But it's an ebb and flow type of situation, just like every other award in the NFL. One guy can have it one week, and then somebody has a good game and takes it away. So I think right now you have to give it to Mac. I mean, Chase kind of sizzled, sizzled out a little bit. He's making plays here and there, but he's not having like the type of season he was having in the beginning. And I mean, Trayvon Diggs, he's not getting the interceptions or Trayvon Diggs, he's not even a rookie. I, who am I thinking of? I, I'm trying to think of somebody else that, that we were talking about in the rookie of the year uh, run race, but Michael Parsons, but that's the Parsons. There, yeah, I mean, I mean, either way, I, I think it's going to be Jones right now. And let's chase again. He has to go off like he was in the beginning and then, um, you know, we'll have a different conversation, but he's probably like minus 200 right now. I mean, he's going to be the clear favorite, I think, moving forward. So hey, it's just the situations he's in like that. That's pretty much it. Like he's not making mistakes. He's yeah. getting, he's making big plays here and there. And you know, that that's all it really takes to win that, that award. Usually the quarterback wins it. So, you know, I'm not surprised, but uh, that's true. I don't like that though. It's, it's, more yeah, it's bias. just like, the, it's just like the MVP. The M- biased, like kind of, I don't like it. Yeah. It's just like the MVP quarterback yeah. always wins. like the year that Aaron Rodgers beat out JJ. Why I, I disagreed with that. I mean, J.J. Watt had, like, double-digit sacks. He had five to seven touchdowns on offense. Like, I, I just feel like he deserved it more. But it's a quarterback league, so I'm not I'm not too surprised. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, I'm really just thinking about it. Mac Jones is really the only one, like – Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, his name could be out there, but the Jaguars have just been so bad that they, I think they just took his name out of the running. Yeah, the the other three QBs right now, they're just, you know, they're just ready to get to the offseason. Fields, Lawrence, Wilson, I mean, it's just bad for them. Maybe Lance probably would have had a chance if they started him early, but mm, no, nah, it's not going to happen. But mm-hmm. I mean, and, and Justin Fields, if he hasn't been so hurt, you could have yeah. taken it too. Yeah, I mean, like, he's been making plays here and there, too. So, like I said, it's just Mac right now. He's in the better position. That's why he's leading the clubhouse. But uh, speaking of Jamar Chase, the Bengals, 41-10, to 10, shellacking of the Steelers. I mean, that I, I didn't watch this game. I saw the highlights. And, man, the Big Ben, is t- <laughs> as much as I gave him flowers last week, it's like, man, it's, it's time, bro. It, it's really time. And <laughs> It, it sucks, bro. Like, he's – I don't know if he's – what would you say he is all-time? Top 10, top 12? I don't know. That's a – Quarterback all-time? Yeah. Who Who are you putting Whoa. in front? Look, I, do your homework. We'll have a conversation another day. He's up there. He honestly, with what his, his accolades no. and what he's – Look, you're, you're saying that now because you're seeing what he's doing. I've honestly done this shit, and I'm like, I mean, he's like top – he's up there. I, it's – Watch, you'll see. Not but, top ten, not top ten, not top ten. If you're talking top, top fifteen, top maybe ten, top, 20, top twelve, I, you'll see, you'll see. It, and you I'll, can't, I'll, okay. 
You'll see. I'm telling you, I, I thought the same way you were. And then I'm like, wait a second. Like, mm, it, it's not that egregious. But in this day and age, Big Ben is, is just washed. It's over. It's looking like the Peyton Manning year he had in Denver the last year. I mean, sheesh, that, that was just bad. Claypool's the only one making plays for him because he's just chucking it up to him. But, uh, yeah, Bengals, I honestly think they're the favorites in the North. I, I mean, they've already beaten the Ravens. They're they 3-0 in their division, and Baltimore is not convincing me that they're the number one seed in the AFC after what they did last night against Cleveland. But what did you think of the Bengals? Uh, they've been having – they had two good games the past two weeks, so I don't know, rebounding after that Jets loss. All they needed was a bye week, man. That Jets loss was a fluke. <clears throat> they were just drained. They needed a week to kind of just get things back together. Um, and I expected this with the Raiders. And I didn't expect this this much though against the Steelers. Like, um, yeah. the the fucking what did you say the shellacking that they yeah, gave them? Yeah, shellacking. It was, Thirty-one points. It was like thirty-one I mean, I, three at halftime. Come on. Yeah, it was. It was a pick six. Really, the end of the first half was kind yeah. of the re, the you know the shellacking that that they gave them there. But um, you know, Joe Mixon had a great game. I have him in one of my yeah. leagues. You know, dude's been consistent all year. Mm-hmm. I think you know he's been a. He's been very underrated as a, in terms of a top five running back this season. Um, he's I think he's like five or four really because he's been great all year. I think the addition of, of Chase really just helped that whole offense uh, for everybody. But no, yeah, they had they played great. The defense did great as well. Um, I think that's more just on the Steelers' offense. They've just been so stale, dude. Like there's a lot of quick slants. Yeah, you know, check down to the Najee. Uh, tight end out route, uh, you know, curl, like nothing deep, really. I, I, maybe Big Ben just doesn't have the arm strength, really, to go deep as he used to, um, which hurts the team really bad mm-hmm. because they need somebody like a Claypool and a Johnson. They all like to go deep at some point, and, and the defenses know, like, he, Big Ben will never, ever throw that ball deep, so they like to cover cover the flats, the, the short passes, and it's easier to – it's a lot harder to kind of – play beat a team when the defense already knows what you're going to run so uh but no overall the defense played good Najee had a bad game um I have him in another league he kind of disappointed me but it's to be expected when you're down 31 a fucking three you're not going to be running the ball much after so uh no yeah great this is a kind of a statement win for the Bengals to that whole division like you said like look we're here we're ready we're not we're not the future we're now ready to take this division because you guys are all sucking ass and I quite frankly now that I look about it Cincinnati couldn't really could really seal this division and just make it theirs and, and have the playoff game at home. Yeah, and like I said, there nobody's really convinced me. Oh, Cleveland, don't even get me started. But like Baltimore, they they should have handled business last night, and they didn't. No, well, that's that's the thing though. Is like, sorry, I interrupt, but like, no, you're good. Uh, besides the loss to the Jets, who who really like what has made you think that the, the Bengals don't should not win this division? Besides, like, if you take that loss to the Jets. Uh, I mean, maybe they're just not they're, They just don't have the experience yet. You would think Baltimore being to the playoffs, you know, winning the division. They have the experience of doing that. That's the only thing where it's like mm, maybe Baltimore winding down the year will start winning more games, stringing them along and maybe they'll split the series with the Bengals. But the Bengals are just too explosive. They don't need to go. Joe Burrow doesn't need to throw the ball the way he did his rookie year. Mixing in that O line was again. I, I where has this O line been? I just don't understand where the, who 
is on that O-line that is making a difference from this year to last year. I just don't know. I mean, I, maybe I haven't done my homework enough, but, you know, they've stepped up. And like I said, Mixon, like he had a great game. He's been having like superstar performances. It's just not sugarcoated. Like he's been going off and it's really helping this team. And moving forward, it's already December. We're getting into playoff football. Running the ball is essential and, they have the recipe. The defense is the only thing that might that, that might you know sway me away from picking this team from going farther than you know obviously Bengals fans and fans of the Bengals. Like I, I just don't feel like the defense in the playoff months and winding down the year they're gonna have the the guys and to really handle their business. But to win this division, I I think it's Cincy's. It's Cincy's to lose and. You know, we've seen teams blow it and then, you know, the Ravens or the Steelers will sneak up on them. But I I think moving forward, the Bengals, this is their division. They have some, you know, interesting games. You know, I know they have the Chiefs coming up, obviously the Ravens again and Cleveland. They need they really need to make up for that Cleveland game. That game was just terrible. But, um, you know, we'll see. It's there. It, there's to lose. I mean, like we said, but um, moving forward. Bucks Colts. This one was a little scary on betting wise. Um, you know, Colts were controlling most of the game in the first half. Brady had a pick or two or something like that, and you know, ended up pulling it out. Leonard Fournette said, All right, you got five touchdowns, Taylor. I watch this. He got four at his house, and you know, the Bucks are looking scarier and scary. I know that their injuries are piling up here and there, but I mean, they're winning the games. They're, they're, they're handling their business, even with all the injuries they have and, you know, lack of depth. But they're, they're taking care of business. So what do you think of this game? It's funny, man. The Colts, the Colts look like a different team on the road. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Um, they look better on the road. Um, but at home, I mean, they didn't play that bad. They didn't at all. Like, really. Yeah. Um, they kept up with the Bucks. <clears throat> you know, I, you and I both, I, like, I don't know. I, I didn't see this coming as much um i of course the bucks covered and, and won the game um which is my prediction but i was a little nervous like you said um i i was surprised at how how much the colts kept up um but you know they took care of business they are they're all banged up gronk is back though loved his performance yeah um love to see him back i mean trust me man when this team gets healthier this this they're scary uh right now they're kind of just there you know, under the radar, not many people are talking about the Buccaneers because of their health. Uh, but once – I think they're going to be – once they're ready by playoffs, when they get Antonio Brown back, uh, Gronk gets a couple more uh, games under his belt, um, they're going to be scary. And then Vita Vea, you know, the dude fucking lost his tooth in the game, but the dude's a warrior. Um, and that the secondary, once they get healthy, dude, they're, they're going to be – they're going to be scary. So, uh, this, is a, this is a good win on my part. This is probably their – their uh, most important win so far this season. And the reason I say that is because they're battling for home field um, and the NFC is looking tough right now, top heavy with the Packers winning. And we'll talk about them and the Cardinals having the bye week and they're trying to chase them as well. So yep. um, yeah, this is the most important win just because they had to go to Indy, a hot Indy team really that with John Taylor putting up what he did the week before um, and they came in there and stole a game. Uh, so no, yeah, Bucks played great. Uh, the Colts, they should not put their heads down whatsoever. They they play decent. Um, they, this is the Super Bowl champs. Really, you're not going to go out there um, and expect to win. So, um, you know, move on to the next one. But honestly, though, dude, let me ask you this. 
Colts, are they now the team to win that division? I know they lost, but Titans haven't looked good recently, and the Jaguars and Texans are ass. Like, is this the Colts now division to win? I know they're not winning it, but it, can they can they pull this off? I would have to look at the Titans schedule. That's the only thing that might make me say no. Mm, nah, I, I just think they're gonna have to play catch up. They they already lost two games to them. They're they're a little behind in my eyes. I don't think so. Uh, they got Tennessee after the bye has Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Miami, and Houston. I mean, they'll probably go four out of five in that that stretch. I mean, those those teams are just not good. Besides San Francisco, I mean, I I don't see anybody really beating them. And like I said, the the Titans already beat them twice. They're they're just they're just too behind. I don't think so. The the Colts are in a perfect spot to get one of these last uh, wild card spots, though. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, they shouldn't hold their head. Um, they should hold their head high. They played the champs all the way to the end. And, um, you know, the Chargers, who do you have faith in to, to make the sixth and seventh seed? Like, it's the Chargers, the Bang- – I mean, we obviously have the Bengals winning, so it just be – the the seven C is wide open is what I'm trying to say. Like the Chargers, I don't have any faith in the Chargers, especially what they did against the Broncos. I mean, come on, that was that was embarrassing. We'll get to that in a bit, but that was embarrassing too. And I mean, they're they're right there. I think the Colts could could end up in the playoff hunt and or end up in the playoffs. And that's a team I wouldn't want to play if I'm in the AFC. I don't want to see the Colts, especially in cold weather scenarios with Taylor and. Uh, is Mac like is he done? I'm just so confused. On are they just not using him anymore? I see Hines getting mm-hmm. reps. Like is mm-hmm. Mac done? I, I I just feel like they could be using him as well. I don't know, but I no, mean, yeah, Ted- they 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 haven't. That's why they were trying to trade him because he he has not seen the field whatsoever. Yeah. And unfortunately, obviously hmm. they kept him, so he hasn't. But yeah, I mean they, they have the personnel to really upset a team. Pittman, the way he kind of stepped onto the to the field this year. He elevated his game, you know the the tight end combo of Doyle and Moali Cox. I mean, they have they have weapons, so I don't think they're they're gonna sneak up on the Titans. I just feel like the Titans are too ahead, lead wise in the division, and then they have an easier schedule in my eyes. So I think they'll take the they'll take the division, but by the skin of their teeth. I don't think it's gonna be, you know, what we thought in the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, that, that's really – I don't know if you have anything else on this game, but um, – No, nah, man, I mean, the Colts defense is very – if you guys don't have a fantasy, yeah. you should because they've, 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 they're they scary, man. And we're, we're stupid. We, we should have known this. <clears throat> they saw where they were last year. Their defense has always been good. It was just, you know, the quarterback play last year that kind of struggled in this season. True. They lost them some games. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is why – I kind of am picking the Colts to maybe win this division now, moving forward. Um, but I'll see how they do the next game, and then I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on paper. Well, I mean, they play the Texans, so if they struggle in that one, I mean, but, um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though, but, like, it's a divisional game, man. You know how they go. You know, these division games, fucking 0-10 teams, <clears throat> squeak true. out a victory against the 10-0 team. So. True, but if they're – we're talking about them, like, you're saying that they might steal the division, they need a to blow out the Texans to, you know, make a statement. So we'll see. But um, 
shoot, let's get to your your Panthers. You picked them to win this game, and it was over by half time. <laughs> this this game was another embarrassing performance by by the Carolina Panthers, and the fact that Cam got benched, you know, I, is it is it is it over? Is it is the Cinderella story? You know, mm. is the book closing on him? I don't know because. I told you this the Flores was going to figure him out and not let him do the things he wants to do. Now McCaffrey got hurt that, you know, that kind of put their chances of winning down the shitter. But I mean, Cam did not look good in this game. No. Yeah, no. Look, listen, um, Dolphins defenses also have been performing really well the past few weeks. Um, ever since the game against the Ravens Thursday night, this defense has been like really good. Um, which I should have known that coming in. I should have fucking thought about that. But um, like you said, Flores came to play. Um, that defense came to play. Cam looked like shit. Uh, but I think this, is, this isn't what to be expected for Cam. I think his story is not over yet. Because, the, like I said, Miami's defense has been great. They, they made Lamar look like this too. And look how Lamar has been playing recently. Yeah, that's why I picked him. Ever since. So, like, so like I don't know. Like, I give Cam another game. If he plays like this again next week, then, you know, we can start talking about, you know, his, his, his career is finally, you know, coming to an end. But I don't think – I think he's on edge, but I don't think it's over just yet, just because of the performances of the Dolphins even recently. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. This was just a weird I, – I expected Miami to win, but just not that dominant of a performance. And, man, Carolina, what another disappointing year. They had a really punt on this year once Darnold went down. I mean, that was a bad trade. And I don't know what they do moving forward. I really don't. I mean, Matt Rule with all the college rumors swirling around him. What do they do at the QB spot? Do they finally let PJ Walker take the keys? Like, this is a team that they got a young defense. Let's see if they keep Stephon Gilmore in the offseason. But, I mean, this is disappointing. (laughs) I thought they were going to make a run, especially with Cam. Like I said, he didn't have to be 100% what he used to be. But, I mean, I think – Especially seeing how he played last year. Once he's down, it's kind of hard to get him up again. Like once he starts losing and, you know, losing these games where he's getting dominated on, you know, on offense, it's just, it's hard to pick him up again. And I I don't see the Panthers really making any noise in the NFC. And the NFC at the bottom is wide open. I mean, the five and six Vikings are the seventh seed. If if that's not wide open enough, I don't know what else is, but. yeah, I, this is just a weird game. And Miami could sneak into the playoffs. I mean, they're what five no, and seven, five and seven, four yeah. and seven. Like they could, they yeah. could end up sneaking a spot. I don't want to see Miami. Miami's are fucking kryptonite for whatever reason. Like fuck these guys. I hope the Giants pull off the upsets. So we don't. I don't have to hear about Miami winning anymore. Like fuck, I'm sick of these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, I was gonna say that, dude. Miami. The way their defense has been playing, like I, I don't know. I agree with you. I don't know if you want to see any. I don't know. I don't know if any team wants to see yeah. them in the playoffs. So, so that's another scary team to watch out. Really, mm-hmm. um, them and the Colts. Um, but that's the scary part is, um, and like the people, the teams that are technically like in the hunt right now that are, like in the playoff picture. Um, I only see one of them falling out, and that's the Chargers. Like the Bills, I don't see coming out. The Bengals, Chiefs, Titans, Patriots, like all those yeah. teams that are in right now, I don't see coming out other than the Chargers. So there may just be one spot out there, the seventh seed, like you said, between yep. the Colts, them, and the Dolphins. Who knows? And the Broncos. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be a tight race for that seven spot. So, uh, yeah, moving on. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Benner, he's in the house. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. So we just got done breaking down the the domination of the Dolphins with the Panthers. Now we're moving forward to the Giants and Eagles. I mean, <sighs> I had the Eagles in a couple of bets and they fucked me over. The fucking <laughs> Eagles, man. Every time they're up and everybody's high on them, boom, they just fucking shit all over everybody. And now they're fucking... They had a chance to win the division. Me and Julian talked about this last week. I don't know if you thought the same, Benner, but um, this is another disappointing game. A lot of disappointing games from a lot of teams that have, a, you know, somewhat expectations of them. It's just, man, how do you blow this game? I know it's a divisional game, but it's the Giants. Come on. You know, that's a great question that I don't think <laughs> a lot of people have an answer for, especially <laughs> Philly fans, um, you know, it was, it actually was kind of hilarious looking just if you looked on Twitter yesterday or any social media, Philly fans are just freaking out over the place. Like, you know, like you said, they are in a prime position to win this division, especially with the Cowboys struggles of lately. And this is a, this is a very, very winnable game. Even yeah. with, even with Barkley back in the, the, the Eagles just laid an egg. That's the easiest way to put it. They just let the, they just, it's, like they just didn't care. Yeah, Hurts looked that, terrible. That Hurts looks awful. You know, that's I know like but that's the thing about Hurts. Like, like he's a very up and down mm-hmm. inconsistent quarterback. You know, I don't know if that's just you know, because he's young and like this is like his like legit first year, or you know, if it's like carrying over from Alabama when we saw those inconsistencies, you know. It's, you know, it's hard to say. I like Hurts. I like him. I, you know, there's, you know, he, I watched him dismantle my Broncos a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, all right, this kid's got, <laughs> this kid's got some talent. And, you know, if he can figure it out, you know, he could be a, da- you know, a dangerous threat in this league. And then you see him go, go up against the Giants who are honestly just a laughing stock and organization or probably cleaning house here in a couple of months, just take care of business. And it's, it's, hard to get a grasp on what's exactly going on there in Philly. Yeah, I don't know if Julian has anything to say on that. But... Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to – nobody wanted to win this game, really. <laughs> it's uh, – nobody wanted to. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, I got to give the defense of the Eagles some credit, though. They they tried so hard to keep the Eagles in this game. Um, the Giants, really, if they were better organized and, you know, better coaching, they could have easily blown out the Eagles because um, they had Saquon back. And Daniel Jones is that quarterback. Like they have the pieces to really blow these guys out. And I don't know. Nobody wanted to win this game. This is horrible to watch. Um, and Jalen Hurts, man. I don't know. Let's give him another game. I mean, everyone has bad games. Lamar had one recently. Cam Newton, we just talked about had one. You know, give him give him another game. We'll see how he does. Yeah, I don't know what pieces you're looking at, but Daniel Jones is not a, a piece of to winning football. So uh... Yeah, let's just move on on that. Maybe he needs, you, maybe you he should, needs the right coaching. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. But you should be ashamed of yourself. You picked the Jaguars to beat your Falcons, and they shut you up. So I don't know. I'm going to let you go ahead and say what you got to say about your dirty birds. Hey, listen, look, look. I'm happy we won, you know? I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to lose money there um, if, if we lost to the fucking – or if we beat the Jaguars. So, uh, you know, hey, they scored Daryl Patterson, really – just tells me that he's he's the key piece to our offense. When he's out, that when he's out, we don't fucking win games. So that's a tip for everybody betting in the future. Um, and if Scordero's playing, bet on the Falcons unless we're playing the champs. But 
if we're playing the Texans or somebody else like that, and he's not playing, then then, then dead against the Falcons. Yeah, I don't know. Benner, you got anything on this game? I mean, it's not much, but. Um, I mean, I, I, not much either. I'm going to be honest with this one <laughs> game. I just – I looked at that matchup. I was like, I, I'm going to be comfortable if I don't watch it. Um, I mean, it is – I would honestly take the Falcons on that bet because the Jaguars are just kind of in another abomination. They're a shit of a, show. Of a, they're a shit show, yes. I'm – like, there's not a better way to describe it. Like, you know, the piece – like Jacksonville does got some pieces that, you know, they didn't have too bad of a draft class last year, obviously with Trevor Lawrence, but I just, it's a shit show there. And... What's what's the issue? What do you think is the issue? Like, do you guys think it's coaching the players? Like what's going on in, in, in Jacksonville Bennett, that you think is, is to make it a shit show? I'll, I mean, in, in this one, right. I mean, I think it's two pieces. Like one, I think it's kind of, a little bit the fault of ownership. Actually, I think it starts at the top. I think Con, like you know, I think he has. I think he thinks he knows what the Jacksonville Jaguars need. I think he definitely wants to see them succeed, but then he brings, you know, pieces in that don't make sense. Like you know, Urban Meyer. You know, don't get me wrong. When he's in the NCAA, he you know he's been one of the best coaches in probably the last twenty years. But you see him on that sideline, and that dude looks, you know, he's pulling a Sam Darnold and seeing some ghosts um, mm-hmm. out, out there. Um, you know, I, I think in that case, you know, I think ownership brought him in and brought in a GM that don't really, I don't, you know, I don't really know much about the GM. I don't know how much experience he actually had coming into this job, but it feels like they added these pieces on name alone. Like you, you look at Urban Meyer, it's like, oh, you know, this is going to be great you know, it's going to be great for us. You know, he's, he's been with young quarterbacks like Tebow, you know, which we all know how that ended up in the NFL and everyone just expects everyone to succeed right away, especially with Trevor Lawrence and urban just looks lost. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I don't know what, what the whole thought process was going into the season. Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow at tight end, um, even bringing Marvin Jones, I just feel like they should just have a young unit and just start fresh. I don't, I don't feel like they need to add veterans. I know it's good to have veteran, you know, presence and leadership, but I mean, they, they just really need to start from scratch again. And this is a team that was in the AFC Championship four years ago. I mean, come on, this is a, a laughing. This is just a joke of what of whatever organization they they have in Jacksonville and. Honestly, they they should be one of the teams looking to to relocate. I mean, this is just not a good good organization. I, I really, if St. Louis wants another, if St. Louis wants a team back, or they want to relocate to London, even though I think that's stupid, they might as well do it. Because, I mean, this is just this is just a joke. What's going on in South Florida? Well, that's the thing, though. Is like, what is relocation going to do, though? What is relocation going to do, though? Like, like tell me, like, really. I think like what, what is they say, what are they doing for Jacksonville right now? Like I, I just don't I just the change of scenery. I don't really know, but the hell is the point of having them? This is almost as bad as when the Chargers were in San Diego. I mean, they have loyal fans, but just, it's just bad, bro. Like it, I don't know what else you could say with the with the Jags, but I don't know what they could do moving forward. Honestly, this is just 
It's going to be tough. They have the quarterback. That's all they really have moving forward. So, Good start. It's better than what we have right now. I'll tell you that. Stop. You should be ashamed. You picked them to lose this game. <laughs> I'll kind of, I'll kind of actually chime in a little bit on this. Like you know, I actually, I went, you know, went down to Jacksonville for the Broncos game back in September. You know, was when the sad part is the ticket cost me seventy five dollars. That's almost unheard of in the NFL in these days. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's an NBA game. Seriously, um, I mean, where where the stadium is located is, is actually like it's a nice location. It's right on the river. I mean, I took a boat taxi to get to the stadium and that was just a, it's a fun atmosphere there is a fun atmosphere around the stadium they had live concerts going on they had I, I think I counted at least 10 different you know massive barbecues going on that were either ran by third party you know or company like restaurants local restaurants or the stadium itself there is a fun environment there in South Florida where the stadium is built and they've actually like built up a nice area but it's like they're having I don't understand why they're having a hard time selling the product. I'm I guess it really just comes down to that just the missteps at the organization don't really know how to market themselves when you don't really have anything to market. I mean, you know, God bless, you know, Khan, you know, like I said, he has an edge that he wants to win. I don't think he knows how to win. I think he's, I think he's one of those owners that's like, I own a football team and he, you know, it's something he can put on his resume owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I don't think moving to London, moving to St. Louis is really going to do that because the product is still absolute shit. And <laughs> until they I just say, I don't know what else, what they can do. Cause it's just time and time again, they just don't know how to hire anybody. And I don't know if he needs to sell the team because it, it's just not working. It's not. I don't know if he needs to sell the team. He may, re- I don't know if the move might be like build leadership underneath him that can help him make those decisions. Yeah. Because, you know, when you, when you fire a GM and coach, like they have multiple times, um, you know, that relies on the ownership to make those changes when, when no, when there's no one else there and, you know, we've seen them time and time again, kind of make those mistakes. I mean, yeah everyone kind of got like old school vintage vibes when they brought Tom Coughlin back in, but Coughlin was so out of touch mm-hmm. that it, it accomplished nothing. And now you've brought in a GM that I had not even heard of before he got hired. And then you brought in a coach strictly on his name alone. Yeah. It's, and you're getting the exact same results. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they have a lot of things to, like like Julian said, they got the quarterback. That's a good start, but we'll see how long that lasts before he asks out. So uh, I don't know if you guys want to talk about Jets Texans. I mean, I have nothing to say on this game. I didn't even I didn't even know they won the game until about Sunday night. So I'm not gonna lie to you. I did not check the score of this game. I didn't. Yeah. I forgot they played until like you said Sunday night when I was looking <laughs> at scores. I was like, oh shit! Like look at this. Like the only thing I, I'll take away is the Jets fucked up our our bets this week, Julian. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, right? yeah. Our I mean, picks. This is really a toss up, though. Yeah. You know, the only up. thing, the only thing I'll probably add in there is just how much longer before Zach Wilson's in a body cast. I mean, he got yeah. hurt again. Yeah, it, the Jets, man. All the all those assets, all those draft picks for that O line, and they're just not stepping up. They're not healthy, and yeah, another team, another QB. I don't know. I will say, I will say, uh, Elijah Moore has looked good though for the Jets on the offense. He's yeah. he's looking like a true number one as the days go by. 
Michael Carter long. too. He was looking good until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So they got mm-hmm. pieces. So they give him that. Yep. That's Zach good, Wilson needs to step up. I mean, not step up, but they just need to protect him. That's that's pretty much it. I mean, mm-hmm. just get a better O line. I, and I'm surprised, you know, like I said, Beckton, Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, I'm trying to think of the center they have, but they actually have decent guys there. I just don't I don't know if they're not healthy or what, but it could be the coaching too, you know, probably with, with, with the new schemes and stuff. You know, these yeah. linemen are probably like, what the fuck? So <laughs> Because they're running a zone scheme now, right? Like a run run zone scheme on the mm, offense. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like a Shanahan-esque type offense now. Yeah, maybe they're built for Gase more than they are for uh, LaFleur and yeah. what they're running now. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think we were to spend too much time on this game. But let's go to Benner. Your Broncos pulling off the hey. upset. 28-13 against hey, the Chargers. I mean, don't don't tell him it's an upset. He he knew the Broncos were going to win this game. Well, but I mean, they were the underdogs in this game going in. So. That's true. They were. They were. They were. Hey, that's eight. You can count as underdogs. I mean, when it, when it comes to the Chargers, I'm always feeling comfortable that Denver's going to walk out with the W. <laughs> the Chargers do not play against us well, and what you know, once again, you know, history repeats itself, and yep. you know, Chargers Chargers absolutely struggled. Um, even with the little gift from Drew Locke there at the end of the first half. Um, that was – you know, that, that's, you know, Broncos Broncos honestly dominated. Um, even with a beat-up Teddy Bridgewater, you know, came out with a W defense, looked tremendous. You know, George Payton in his first year as GM, you know, his his draft picks are they're, – they're performing, you know, like Pat Sertain, Jonathan Cooper – Browning, Javante Williams, all these young guys, rookies, are just playing like studs, playing like, like you know, veterans that they've already been in the league for a couple of years. I mean, good lord, Pat Sertain, like any any Broncos fan, I'm gonna tell you right now, Pat Sertain is reminding everyone of a young Champ Bailey, and you know that's that's all we want is we you know we 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 want to see a a 24 esque like play out there, and Sertain is giving it to us. Yo, is that the clip I saw on Twitter? Was like of Champ Bailey and and um, Sertain, like side to side, like two videos. Yep, that's a yeah, that is exactly oh the clip God. you saw. Same motion, <laughs> you know, same touchdown celebration. Relax, dude. It's his rookie season. Like we'll see, maybe in a couple of years if he continues to play like this. But it's just nah. it's been in what ten games, and he's already and he's playing like a a pro bowler. Yeah, I mean that's true. It's true. I will say that he he has been a great. He's probably defensive rookie of the year um, in the AFC. I, I I don't know. Hey, is is this is this award NFL it's, or is it it's, yeah, it's cut NFL. off by conference? It's NFL. So who? So will you pick him or Michael Parsons? I I still it's have. Okay, this is you know this is where Bronco fans might come at me. Right now, I give it to Parsons. Okay. Just because because Parsons just had like don't get me wrong, Sertain's had a tremendous rookie year. You know, you know, three interceptions and one pick six. You know, and he's starting like already coming in and starting like he did. Parsons has been dominating since week one against um, Tampa Bay, and like it's mm-hmm. fun seeing it's fun seeing a young linebacker um, performing. Like I think the two, I think it's between Sertan and Parsons right now. I think Parsons is the edge. I mean, they'll give it to Parsons, but I would give it to Sertan. He's just locking dudes up. And like Banner said, I mean, he, yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, Julian, like hold your horses. It's his rookie year, but I mean, he's locking people down like a Bailey was. So 
Um, I would give it to per. I, I would give it to Sertan. I, I like rookie corners when they can you make a, make a difference. Yeah. And you know, Parsons. You not do to like take, Yeah, not to you take anything corners, away from. Man. Yeah, not to take anything away from Parsons. He's had a good year, but Sertan to me has just made a huge difference on this Broncos defense and. Um, moving forward, they got a building block. I wouldn't have taken a corner of that pick, but I mean, hey, they they got a stud. I'll give them that. You know, Julian we, Julian still gives me crap about this. We watched the draft tonight, and I <laughs> with Justin Fields on that board, I kind of was just in shock and was a little angry that they put Pixar Tan there. But you know, now looking at it, like if I had my choice, yeah, I would take Sertan every single time. Um, you know, I think I think when you know, I think we'll start seeing how good he really is because you know this Sunday night he's got a very big challenge in front of him with Tyree Kill. Yeah. Sure. You know, he, he's got sure. he's got to go in there to Arrowhead and take on the Cheetah. That's true. We'll see. That that's that's a big test. If if he's able to to shut down Tyreek to like two catches and 30 yards or something like that, then 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 I'll start talking about him and Sean Bailey because Sean Bailey man, no like he's he's one of the best corners of all time and and uh, let's like I said, let's hold our horses. I know Sertan's been playing great, but Bailey's been—he's just the goat. It's like saying Mac Jones is, is the next Tom Brady, you know? Like let's 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 hold our horses here for a second. Doesn't have to be. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> hey, fuck off, Julian. You still, you still don't believe us? That's fine. We're not back. We're bums. I, be- um, I believe in the defense. <laughs> I believe in that Patriots defense, but not All the right. offense just yet. All you know right, that's that. Fine. That's no, fine. wait. But that. let me let me let me talk about the Chargers real quick. I mean, they've been horrible. But can we like, what's going on with this team? Really, like they they have weapons. They have Williams, Keenan Allen. You know, they they have <clears> Jared Cook, Eckler at running back. You know, you got your star studded quarterback in Herbert. Like what? What is? Is it the defense? Like what? What's going on? Yeah, it's the defense. I mean, it's it's Herbert, not not necessarily Herbert. His play. I I mean, just against good defenses, he struggles. I, I don't know how else to say that. But the defense, they can't stop nobody. They can't. Anybody can run the ball on them. Like as soon as I saw um, the Broncos pop up on the Chargers schedule with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, I'm like, yo, yeah, whoever has them in fantasy, you better start them because they're gonna just be running all over them and I, I just feel like the defense isn't helping out the offense and you know vice versa obviously the pick six didn't help throwing the defense or you know throwing the offense back out they're deflated and they just don't help they don't help each other out I, I just feel like it's the team as a whole rookie coach I, they're just not ready yet they're not ready yet they have the pieces they just need a little more on I think defense they need to bolster up that d-line it's it's looking like uh, Swiss cheese out there. Anybody can get through it. So, I think you know, I you know, I, I agree. I think the outside of Bosa, that the defensive line is a little bit questionable. I mean, and, and even in the secondary, secondary too. Like, yeah, you got Derwin James over there in safety. You got a, <clears throat> I think you got a Chris Harris who's a little bit past his prime, uh, but he could still be kind of a, a decent veteran corner out there. But there's they're mid, like. It, you look at that defense, and outside of like the two or three pieces, you look at it and say there's not much there to to go up against these offenses. I mean, even with like the struggles of Casey's year, I think Casey easily dominates that defense. And you know, like we we we've seen that multiple times already. And you know, even going on the offensive side of the ball, like Julian said, like you know, yeah, they got Eckler, they got Mike Williams, they got Keenan Allen, they got Cook, and they got you know their franchise quarterback and Herbert. I think. 
the main issue there on the offense on the offensive side of the ball is the interior offensive line. Their corners, another corners, I'm sorry, their guards are horrible. Mm-hmm. Michael Schofield is just he's not a starting guard in this in this league. He gets his contract from the Chargers, and it's like I, I don't know why the Chargers are giving him this money because he never did anything with Denver. He was one of our worst offensive linemen. Goes over to the LA and it's just continuing and it's gonna get Herbert, it's gonna get Eckler hurt. And so you know, if they weren't really want to take the next step, they got to improve offensive line and they got to improve defensive line. Other than that, I you know I don't see this team going anywhere. Yep. I no, agree. listen. So I was in that, and we hit, we we had this little small discussion about this before you joined, uh, Benner. Um, Chargers are the seventh seed right now, uh, last playoff spot. Uh, do you foresee your Broncos, you know, stealing that spot? Do you see the Colts, Dolphins, any other team, you know? Do you see the Chargers holding on to that spot? If they, if the Chargers keep on this path with their struggles, they're like, we will not see them in the postseason this year. Um, mm-hmm. I think for Denver, um, hard for me to say. Let, you know, ask me again after Sunday night, you know, let's, if they beat KC, all right, then we'll start talking about Denver being the wild card team that they were predicted to be this mm. year. Um, especially because that's a narrow head. Um, right now, like it would not shock me to see Indy sneak in on that okay. last wild card. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yep, that's what we said too. Nice, nice, nice. No, well, that's the thing though, is like your Broncos though, like I can ask you the same question next week, but really, you I don't know though, because I mean they they played they they destroyed the Cowboys, really. Um, in Dallas, but then they come back to Denver and get blown out by the Eagles. Like, really, they're so inconsistent. Like, yeah, they, they might have played good this weekend, and, you know, they might have gone – they might get blown out in KC next weekend. But, like, Denver might come back and win again, like, another blowout next – like, the week after that. Like, I don't know. Like, overall, I I like the Broncos' defense, but I think Fangio's time is done, which is going to lead yep. them to kind of just fall off a little bit at the end of the year, which I don't see them coming. Even if they Even if they beat KC this weekend. And they don't. You know, they make a statement win. They take care of. Them. I I still don't see the Broncos just sneaking into that playoff spot. I mean, it's it's, it's just going to be interesting looking at the um, the Denver schedule. They still got five division games. You know, KC twice. You know, got to play the Raiders. Got to play the Chargers both on the road. You know, the last game of the season is KC in in Mile High. Um, you know, we got Detroit in two weeks. You still got Cincy. I mean. It's it just really it's on Denver. It's it's really up to them. It's really how they how the coaches want to perform it. You know if they want to get this team ready to go. I believe the talent is there for them to be a wild card team. Are they going to pull it off? Are they going to sneak in? I don't know. Um, you know again, I still think Indy's the one that sneaks into that seventh seed. Um, my biggest concern as a Broncos fan is like, okay, if we do sneak into that wild card seat, does, does Fangio keep his job? <laughs> like, like, is yeah. that justifiable enough for him to stay there when mm-hmm. the fan base, including myself, has kind of basically sold on the idea of him being our head coach? I don't think so. I think we're going to see a situation how it was in Tennessee a couple years ago with Mike Malarkey and how he went to the playoffs. They, they played the Patriots, they lost and, even though they made the wild card, he still got fired and they got Vrabel. So I think no matter what, That's... Fangio's gone. I, I just don't see any sort of scenario where mm. he, come, he comes back as the Broncos head coach. I just don't see it. 
even if they win the the playoff the first playoff game, even if like we somehow upset like Cincinnati first round and stuff. Maybe then, maybe the miracle will be will happen. But yeah, I say even if like, they honestly, make it, I don't see them winning that game. And I think Fangio's gone. And that's the thing, though, is like that's the tough spot about Denver is that like if they, if they make a playoff, and even if they fire Fangio right after that game, you gave these other teams that have already fired their coaches an extra week before you start, you know, planning for the off season. Um, to interview coaches like really there could be a, a hot coach out there that that you know would work well in Denver but he may not you know pick Denver as a spot because you know some other team like the Texans or or the Jags or somebody comes in and like offers them such a great deal before the Broncos get eliminated from the playoffs my counter argument on that one Julian is okay Denver does make the postseason um, and then you know lose that wild card game and Fangio gets fired okay yes now all these other teams that that fired their coaches on you know on Black Monday or whatever the heck they call it, you know they have that extra step. But now you have a Denver team that is talented enough to make the postseason with a coach that should not be there is now vacant, and mm-hmm. that can now become a very appealing position. Mm-hmm. So even even with the even with the head start that these other teams like Jacksonville, um, or Houston possibly are going to get, you know. Chicago, yeah, they're gonna have that head stop, and then now you got a Denver team that is very appealing, that has a lot of key pieces that are young and ready to go. They just got Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton both locked in on long-term deals. Jerry Judy's on his rookie deal. It can be very appealing to a coach to say, okay, this team just made wild card with a coach that should not be in his position. I'm interested. Right. Brian Dayball would be perfect for you guys, the offensive coordinator for the Bills. I mean, I, I think Brian, you, Brian be, Dable has been my, on my Christmas list since like <laughs> the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're. He's already good with Diggs. He doesn't have any other receivers up there. You give him this trio, and the running back talent they have. I mean, I I can only imagine what he does in Denver. I'm mean, he better be at the top of your guys' list of you know. Peyton and them are real serious GMs and they know what's good for them. He has to be at the top and either him or I bet you they'll interview B enemy too, but we'll see if Eric actually takes that job since it's in the division. I don't know if he wants to play the chiefs twice a year, but so I, I don't, I don't know if Eric is, it's, it's hard for me to justify if he's actually going to ever become a head coach now yeah. because he's been, he, he's been a candidate for what, three or four years now under mm-hmm. Andy Reid, and he keeps getting passed up on. What is it about him that these teams, they talk to him or they hear about and they just want nothing to do with it? Apparently, he doesn't interview well. I don't know how much you can really take into that. Like that we're just it's hearsay with whoever you talk to. And I've just read a bunch of stuff. He doesn't interview well. But I mean, I that's that to me is just kind of bull. look at Saran Sirianni and the Eagles. You think he interviews well? Look at this fucking press conferences and all he has. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like. You're going to tell me he had a better interview than BNME and McDaniels. I mean, McDaniels has that, you know, he has that stench on him after doing that to Indianapolis. But, um, you know, I just don't, I just don't buy that. I just feel like they, they have, they, they have their picks. They, they already have in mind who they want to hire and they're just doing the process. So they don't get fined or whatever. And then they hire who they want to hire and that's it. No, hundred percent. Like even that, I don't, I don't even believe Fangio interviewed well. Like I, I can't see, I can't see that man 
his press conferences like that that dude interviewed well. Yeah. I, I I can't see that. So if that's really if that's really the only reason why Benjamin has not been hired, I don't believe it. Like there's gotta be something else going on. Yeah. That this like how apparently like this coach, it's the special teams coach that's on a pedestal and in, in, out of the Andy Reid coaching tree. Yeah. I, I don't see it. There's gotta be something else going on. Yeah, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, maybe they just don't want that Andy Reid time management coming their way as well, but um, I don't know what it is. I really don't. We'll see what Denver does. I mean, you guys are right there. Right coach, right QB. You're in the mix next year, no doubt. So um, we'll just see. It's going to be interesting to see the quarterback situation. You know, is our quarterback in Seattle right now? Is he in Green Bay or is he in college? You know? That's going to be in Houston. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, not about that one, but <laughs> let's you know let's let's make sure that he's not in an orange jumpsuit first. That's true. All right, so 49ers Vikings. Me and Julian had the Vikings in this game, and fucking team fucked us over again. But the the big storylines here: Dalvin Cook and Debo Samuel both get hurt. Um, what do you guys think moving forward for both of these teams? With basically their best, but one of their best players getting hurt. And they're going to miss a couple of weeks is what I'm seeing. So this is going to hurt the Vikings, really. I think um, Madison is a good backup, but he's not Dalvin Cook. He's yeah. been playing great the past few weeks, Cook. Like he's finally been like healthy, you know, back to his. Yeah, healthy, back to his old self. So um, this is kind of this is unfortunate, really, for, for the Vikings. I think this hurts them more than the Niners. Um, so I don't know. They they played bad on third down. Um they just—I don't know what what's going on with this team, man. Their defense plays good one week, and then the next they they, they play bad. And I know last week they gave up a lot to Green Bay, but that's Green Bay. I mean, that's yeah. one of the top offenses in the league. Um, and you know the Niners have been up and down this season, and I expected them to kind of take business, take care of business in San Francisco, just because Shanahan um, hasn't really gotten this offense, you know, mesh as good as they have in the previous years. But I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at this game. From the 49ers perspective, they, this could be another team that can kind of sneak in as a seventh seed in the playoffs. Like they've been There's playing six good right recently. Now. Yeah, like I don't know. Like there's a bunch of teams that are outside of the like looking in that could sneak in, but I think the Niners can hold on to this because they're 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 doing pretty good recently. Yeah. I mean Julian kind of hit the nail on the coffin. I mean, Minnesota just cannot be consistent. They got it's just it's they're a giant question mark and they have been under during the Kirk Cousins era and I've honestly in my opinion I think it's time that Minnesota makes that much needed coaching change because it's whatever whatever is going on right now in Minnesota is just it's not the answer um I don't know if Kirk Cousins is the answer like you know that's the question they're gonna have to look at too Dalvin Cook going down I mean the reports I've seen all day today is like, you know, he's got a torn labor in both shoulders, but they're still expecting him to play in the long stretch. That's just, is it even, is it worth injuring him even more now? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Minnesota, we're going to see Minnesota in the postseason down, down the stretch. It's, it's hard for the justify even playing Davin Cook at this point. Um, you know, didn't even like, like Julian said, like the 49ers are, you know, starting to, just starting to sneak up there, you know, like they're starting to get into that groove, you know, you know, like a, a couple of weeks ago when I joined you guys, I didn't know 
how much longer I was going to we were I was like I said I don't know how much longer we're going to see Shanahan as the head coach in the Bay and now it's looking like you know yeah. he's starting to tur- turn this thing around. Um, one you know once they get they're starting to get healthy they're starting to get you know pieces back but now they lose Debo Samuel so now the that's going to look like how are they going to overcome that that big loss because that dude is honestly I think the most dangerous weapon they have on offense mm-hmm. and. You know, that, that's a punch in the gut. You know, it's a punch in the gut for me and my fantasy team. You know, thanks for that one, Debo. Same. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I want to see San Francisco succeed down the stretch, but can they do it without Debo? That is the big question now. Well, yeah, it's all of a sudden now they switched him to uh, running back and he was making plays. And I don't know. I, I think this is going to be more – we're going to see what Shanahan can do with what he has now. I mean – Debo was kind of keeping him afloat. Kittle really hasn't done anything. Ayuk has his plays here and there, but and then the running back position is a revolving door. Whoever can step up that week is kind of the guy. But I don't have any faith in their Elijah Mitchell and Sermon and Jeff Wilson. None of those guys can stay healthy. And even when they're healthy, they sometimes don't show up to the party. So uh, I think this is going to be more of a test for the 49ers. I mean, the Vikings they're kind of they are what they are. I mean, like you said, Madison, he'll kind of fill in that role to a certain extent. They still have Jefferson. They still have Thielen, but I don't see them keeping that seventh seed. It's just too wide open on the bottom of the NFC. And I wouldn't be surprised if Julian's Falcons make it. Honestly, it's just the way the NFC at the, you know, the wild card is right now for that conference. So, um, I mean, we'll see, but when Kirk Cousins is lining up uh, behind the guard, that should just tell you where this game was. It was, it was just over. They kind of made a little comeback towards the end, but, you know, 49ers had no business. I didn't think they would. So, you know, they're kind of, they're getting hot at the right time. I'll give them that. But like you said, Ben, and we'll see what Debo can do. Cause I was, that was Shanahan's dude from, you know, I, I'd say from the Rams game, I mean all year, but the Rams game, they really unlocked him. And then, you know, We'll see what they do now if IU can step up and all that. But um, now I mean, like the, like the initial reports, like I actually just checked a little bit ago. Um, they're saying like Dio's injury is not as bad as they expected, but you know he's still gonna miss a couple weeks. So you know maybe maybe San Francisco caught a break there. Just really depends on how long Debo's out. You yeah. know, thank the Lord it's not as bad as they thought, but it's still a a groin injury and those just those just stay with you mm-hmm. without the proper treatment. Um, you know, yeah, it's just now Shanahan's got to show that he is that offensive genius that can produce, that can still produce something on the field. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. It's interesting what, what's playing out in the NFC, but uh, speaking of the NFC Rams Packers, uh, I don't know who you had in this game, Ryan, but uh, me, me and Julian were split. I had the Packers. He had the Rams. And this felt like a playoff game to me. I mean, th- this kind of felt like last year's playoff game with the Rams and the Packers. Like just the, how tense it was, how, you know, that pick six, I knew that game was over right there. Once Stafford threw that pick, it's like, man, he's looking like Detroit Stafford. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with the Rams, if they still need more time to mesh chemistry-wise, but it's not looking too good for their chances making a deep run. Um, You know, I- Going into this game, I was like, all right, you know, you got to kind of beat up. You got a Green Bay roster that's a little beat up. You know, I think this was the game that the Rams could show, like, you know, we're the real deal. We're here to 
take over. You know, now you got a, a Von Miller that's finally has an understanding of the defensive scheme. You got an OBJ that like he's had some time with with Stafford. Um, and he actually and that that wasn't the worst performance between the two. I think you know they're starting to pick it up mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but you know, Stafford continues to struggle over these last these last couple of weeks. And yeah, now I think there's got to be a concern in, in the in in the Rams office. Like, okay, are we are we real? What what are we doing here? Because I've if I mean I, I still believe we'll see the Rams in the in the postseason, but this yeah. is a this is easily a matchup that we will see again, I think, um come January. And I mean, right now it's looking like that that matchup's gonna be in Lambeau Field. And you do not want to go up against an Aaron Rodgers um, having home field advantage in postseason. Yeah. Look, so. listen, I mean, <clears throat> the Rams, I mean, I've been hearing Stafford's been hurt. He's been banged up. Um, this is the only thing that's concerning me about the Rams. I mean, the team's there. The team's – the defense, the talent's there, you know, on both sides of the ball. Odell had a decent game, which is good to see. Henderson had a decent game too, which is great to see. Um, and Cooper Cup got his got his, you know he got his points, he got his touches. Stafford's cut injury is really what's scaring me, and and that's kind of keeping me from like, I'm still picking the Rams to make the Super Bowl, but it's kind of scaring me and making me not pick them anymore. Um, it's just because of his health, and you know if he's not healthy moving forward, like the the Rams are not going to go anywhere. I think if Stafford's really healthy, they come to Green Bay and take care of business. The defense didn't look good, but I think that I would put money down that the Rams can beat the Packers in a shootout. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, of course the Packers did their thing, you know, Randall Cobb had a good game, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Um, they're still going to give it to Devontae no matter who's guarding him, whether it was Ramsey or somebody else. Um, so, I mean, the Packers, they, you know, they, they send a statement They're they're, you know, they're out there to prove that, you know, they're the best team in the NFC, you know, and, and, and right now it's the Cardinals, but, um, the, for now the Rams, what I think they need to just do moving forward is kind of give up on the division. And just make sure Stafford is healthy moving forward. Uh, maybe sit him out in a game, uh, maybe two, um, and just make sure they're ready to go for the playoffs. Because, you know, the Cardinals are just so good this year that I I feel like the Rams just at this point need to just move 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 forward because they're not going to get the number one seed now going on in this three-game losing streak. Um, so they just need to, you know, realize that and, and give Stafford some rest. They're not doing that. The, the chemistry is not there right now. There's no way McVeigh is going to sit Stafford and, you know, prolong them getting on the same page. I know they were – him and OBJ were kind of <clears throat> – the connection was getting a, a little bit better that game, but I still think Woods tearing his ACL is kind of discombobulating what McVeigh wants to do with this team now. And moving forward, I like I said, I don't know if that's really going to hinder them making a deep run because – like what? What is Stafford hurt from? What is it? The ankle? What? What? What's going on? I, I've heard some murmurs of him injured, but I don't know what's going on. But it's a lot of the fact that that injured, that pick six was just terrible. There's no, there's even if he's hurt, there's no way you throw that ball on that tight of coverage, and you know that I just don't see it anymore. That the I feel like the Rams are kind of like the Lakers now. They added all these these superstars once uh, once upon a time. You know, they're a little older, a little more banged up. And they think just because they have the big names, they're going to make the big splash and take it all. But 
I mean, it's not looking that way right now. And obviously the team building and all that chemistry wise, I just don't think this team meshes well together. And it's kind of concerning, even especially with how they went all in. And I know last time Benner was here, we talked about that. Like they don't have a future. This is it. So if they can't win it this year, I mean, even if they don't, even if they make the Super Bowl and, and they lose it, it's still, you know, disappointing. And this was supposed to be the year they take it all. And, you know, all the draft picks and everything they've given up, given up would be worth it. But it's just not looking like that right now. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe, it, you know, the NFL is such an overreaction league. Every week it's something new. But yeah, the Rams are just looking very concerning to me. And I don't know what's, what's going to be the outcome with them moving forward. Nah, I mean, this is why I think – oh, go ahead, Ben. Or no, I had to think about betting, but go ahead. I mean, for me, like – I mean, Julian, I, 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 I do see your point. Like, do we – do they bend Stafford and let him heal up? I mean, but, like, right now we – like, we – all three of us, we really can't even say exactly what he's hurt with. Like, I didn't even know he was hurt until Julian just said something. Um, you know, I'm looking at the, the Rams – depth chart right now their backup quarterback is john walford i don't know who that is and i don't either (laughs) so you're saying bench stafford let him heal up okay the problem with that one is they just they're on an zero and three stretch and now you want to bring in a quarterback yeah it's cool to let stafford heal but that's going to get into his head that he he's missing time after an zero and three start i don't i don't care what mcveigh tells him that he's going to get in his head about it and now you want to bring in a John Walford, who again, no one knows who he is. It's you do that, you're kissing your season goodbye. Like that's that's the Rams saying like we tried. No, I, you you got to keep Stafford in here. You got to work through this progressions. You got to get the rust out. Come back if you know. I I still think keeping Stafford in there. I still think the Rams make the postseason. I don't know if they meet. You know, your expectations going to the Super Bowl, I don't know all that. I don't think they're going to win the division now. I don't think they're going to get the number one seed. We'll probably end up seeing them make a wild card after if they if these struggles continue, but they will be in the postseason. But benching Stafford after an 0-3 uh, stint, no, you're kissing your season goodbye at that point. Yeah, especially with the loss to the 49ers, they're right behind you. They're a game back. So mm-hmm. unless you want to be a six or seven seed, I don't see them benching Stafford at all. So, um yeah, it's just going to be it's, – it's interesting, the fact that this is it. That this is the season they have to win it. I mean, next year is not a for sure that they keep Odell and they keep Von Miller again. So, you know, we'll see what they do. But uh, last game, I don't know if you had anything else, Julian, since you're the one who made that point. But um, <laughs> No, nah, I mean, look, listen, I think um, – I forgot you had a betting – you have a betting point. Go ahead, my bad. Well, that too. They're not going to bench him right away. Like they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, keep Stafford in there. But like at some point, you got to tell yourself, like, look, we're not going to catch up to the Cardinals. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm like, just based off of how the hell they're reacting, like, or they've been, you know, treating the season. I think the Rams are very confident they can go out there and be anybody in the NFC. So at some point, they got to just tell themselves, like, look, I don't give a fuck if we're seven, six, five, four. Like we're not going to get home field. Like. We might as well just rest our players and get ready to go next, next, like for the playoffs. Um, obviously, right now it's still a little too early. You still have a right to go out there and fight for that division. They're still they're only two games behind, but like the season's about to end. Like there's like about six weeks left. Um, at, like I'm just saying, like at some point you just gotta tell yourself, like, all right, like let's 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 start thinking about this about the playoffs. But 
back to the betting stuff. Um, you know, if you're a betting man out there, I'm thinking of you, Grayson, and everybody. Um, I still think Rams are going to win this division or make, not win the division, make the Super Bowl. They're at plus twelve hundred now. Like their odds have been going down recently, real bad. For good reason. It's street. not. It's not. All oh, the odds are going down to so put more money. Their odds are going down because they're trash. It's it's what it is. Well, that's like, the that's the thing though. And you brought it up. Like it's an overreaction league. Vegas is overreacting that the Rams are not going to you know pick it up at some point. Like the Rams will be back. Like this isn't the end of the season. They're not going to lose the rest of the season. Like they'll be back, and they'll. I think they'll be ready to go. Like. They're going to get hot again at some point, and I think they're going to get hot at the right time to end the year, um, especially if, like you guys say, they do keep Stafford in there, and, you know, they who knows? So I think right now is a good time to capitalize if you guys still think the Rams are going to make the Super Bowl, and they're at plus 1,200, so I might double down on that bet. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that pod the week after. Whenever they get eliminated from the playoffs, and you'll be like, well, I thought, I thought they had it. I didn't know because then I'm telling the, you, dude. The, bro, this team is not making the Super Bowl. It's just I don't see, and especially with them having to play the 49ers again uh down the road. I think it's week 18. I mean, I could see them losing two more games. They have Arizona on Monday night coming up after the I think was it week 14, and then they have the 49ers at the end of the year. So they could be a seven, a six or seven seed by the time we do this pot at the end of the year. Who knows? But it's not looking too good for them. Maybe, like, you know, we'll see. They have to get the chemistry going. Like you said, they can't – if they want to bench Stafford week 18 and, you know, they're already locked up at whatever seat they're in, then fine. But, um, yeah, I don't think they can bench him at all moving forward. But we'll see. Rams' uh, struggles are looking bad. And the Packers, I mean, the beat-up roster, they took care of business. I mean, the defense is stepping up. Um, I don't know if that's more – you know, the Rams just looking as bad as they did and making the Packers defense look better. But I don't know. Packers, what do you guys think? Two seed, one seed, what do you think they end up with? Two. Two? You don't yeah. see the Cardinals dropping a game again? Mm, yeah, like I could see them dropping against the Cowboys, but I think this bye week is really helpful for them. Kyler will be back and, and D-Hop will be back. And, you know, they'll, they'll be back to where they are. Mm. I, I I agree, Joe. And I think we'll see. I think we'll see Green Bay in two. Um, I, and I just I think, but it's like the Cardinals are going to get healthy. I think I don't see the Cardinals losing to the Cowboys. Honestly, um, I yeah. I don't have faith in Dallas actually beating a healthy Arizona team. Um, no, I think we'll see, I think we'll see Arizona at one, Green Bay in two. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Well, I don't know if you have any. If you guys have anything on this Browns Ravens game, I mean, oof. four picks no, for for hell. Lamar. I know Julian got hurt by that, but uh, Benner, I don't know if you have anything on this game. Um, thank you for fucking my fantasy. That's all I'm gonna add. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has Nick Chubb. I have Lamar. Oh, yeah. um, it was a bad, bad, bad game. Browns defense is is pretty good though. They've been great the past few weeks. Um, which you know it's to be expected, but. Man, oh man, I don't know what's going on with Baker. Um, sure, I have, I have that's what I was that, that, You know, we want you, you. You mentioned benching Stafford because he's hurt, but we can't even get a report on Stafford being hurt. We know Baker's hurt. Yeah, he's yeah. He needs huh. to be. Case I'm, Keenum needs to be in already. I don't know what. I know we talked about it, Julian, but it's time. Like this game was, they they easily could have stole that game last night with the with the last mm-hmm. drive that they have and. Baker could have – he was like for all of his might to throw little slants and curl routes, and 
He's just not he's not healthy. It's it's hurting the team more than it's benefiting that he's out there. Mm-hmm. I know he's a tough guy and this and that, but that I think at this point, just put Keenum in. There's there's no harm anymore. Look, you know, we we all know Baker can be a successful quarterback. Like we saw it last year. Baker can help lead a Cleveland <clears throat> Browns team too, but we know that he is not healthy enough to be doing that right now. And if Cleveland really sees Baker as their franchise quarterback, because he's – is this – remind me, is this his contract year or has he got one more? He technically has one more. Okay, okay so he got the fifth-year option. Okay. If they really see as Baker as their future, you've got to bench him. Not for this – not just for the sake of it's better for the team right now, but just better for his overall health and his overall career because he is just way too beat up to even help yeah. right now. Yeah, I just think it's more pride. Like he wants to go out there and tough it out, but yeah, it's not it's not helping him at all. It's gonna diminish his career the longer he's out there, and you know, his, he just looks like it takes him like a couple seconds every time he gets hit. He has to pick on pick himself up. Like it just looks like a boxer getting knocked down every time I see him get up. It's just, man, like, throwing the towel is time. Just let Keenum go out there. He's a serviceable backup. You know, he'll he'll do what he has to do. And if you guys think you can sneak into the playoffs and Baker's a little more healthier, then I would, you know, see that happening. But what what, did, what benefit does this do for you guys that he gets sacked and gets hit? And teams know this. They're legitimately trying to take his head off every time they get a lick at him. So, it's just not helping you guys at all. And maybe they don't see him as a future. Maybe like we got, he's got to show us something or, you know, we're not going to pick up that option or I don't know what's going on in Cleveland, but yeah, that, that was just, that was just bad. They, they easily could have stole that game. Baltimore, like I said earlier, before you joined Ryan, uh, I don't see them as a convincing number one seed. They're just too sloppy for me. And especially losing games to, you know, like a Miami and then, really not stealing this game from from the Browns are not, you know, convincing, winning convincingly. It just concerns me, you know, when it comes playoff time, is Lamar going to get his shit together with these uh, turnovers? Because it's, it's not looking good for them right now if they go into the playoffs like this. I mean, I, don't, I want to see Lamar succeed in, in the postseason. <clears throat> um, I think Lamar right now is the biggest is, is guilty of you know one of the biggest problems with the NFL quarterbacks and that's hero ball he's trying to do way too much right now and this cause like I think he tried to do way too much last night with the you know with the four interceptions I mean I barely watched that game last night I turned it on for Same. a little bit I turned it on for a little bit and I right when I turned it on was with um Lamar's uh fourth interception the one that he threw up to Mark Andrews. Watching that, I went back and watched the highlight. That was a horrible throw. Like he, there was mm-hmm. like he kind of just like he. It was honestly just a fuck it, someone catch it throw. It was up there. He just like it just looked like he just kind of threw it, threw it up just to throw it up, and it just was just an easy interception to just to pick off right there. I, I mean, granted, yeah, the the corner like he made it. Like the, you know, the, the defensive back made it. Looked like it was a lot harder to catch, but it was just Lamar. Just it was an ugly throw, and I just hung up there, and I just I didn't understand that. Like 
are you just trying to force it to Mark Andrews downfield? Like it just raised so much, so many questions and Lamar is trying to do way more than he's honestly capable of doing. And he's becoming guilty of hearable. ball. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This game was ugly. I feel like defense, this is the game to watch. <clears throat> but I mean, I don't know. This is, it's division games are always tough. You can't really analyze them much. Um, so we'll just see how they both do next week. I mean, everyone, like I said, this is like sort of the theme of this episode. You know, um, everyone, everyone has bad games. Cam does, you know, uh, Lamar had one today. Baker's had a couple. Um, Stafford's been struggling. So um, someone's bound to pick up or pick it up at some point. So we'll see how the Ravens and Browns do next week. And last time, who who's your MVP favorites? I have no idea who I would pick for MVPs. Like this is just a toss up at this point. I mean, shoot, people people were raving about Jonathan Taylor uh, last week uh, uh. for that. So I don't know. Um, maybe Brady uh, or Rogers, one of the two. I wanted Kyler, but he hasn't been playing. So yeah, Brady or Rogers. It doesn't seem like either, like nobody wants to win this award. Like nobody's really stepping up to the plate with, you know, having these MVP type performances like we've seen in years past. And this could be anybody's. I I have no idea who this goes to. I really don't. Maybe Brady, maybe Allen, maybe Rogers, maybe Taylor. I don't know. Like it's just all over the place. I don't know who you have, Ryan, but you'll probably say Sertan, but. Yeah, <laughs> let me go jump on that boat real quick. Let me start some trouble there. Uh, no, I'm honestly like, it's a. There's really no one that has stood out to me like coming yeah. in coming into the season. Like I I put money down on MVP going to Josh Allen. I was like, okay, this dude's you know he's finally coming to his own, and like we're about to see like the best Josh Allen that we can, and he you know, tremendous start has now kind of dropped off a little bit, but I mean, but Buffalo as a whole has dropped off a little bit. Um, I mean, I think Julian's right that right now it probably is Brady, but it's, it's an ugly MVP because Brady has also been inconsistent at some points too. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jonathan Taylor would be, Jonathan Taylor would be the fun MVP, but I don't know. He he kind of did get off to a little bit of a slow start that I don't know if you can justify it. Now, if he continues on the this destructive path that he's on for like the next six weeks, it's going to be hard to argue against anyone else, especially if it, if he carries Indy into that wild card spot. Because mm-hmm. it does, it kind of kind of kind of seem like Indy's riding Jonathan Taylor on this offense, even when they are losing. Um, but you know, right mm-hmm. now I think the favorite is Brady, but it's an ugly MVP. I just have to think if uh, Derrick Henry was healthy, he would have ran away with this two weeks ago. I mean, just the way he was oh, yeah. going before he got hurt. I, I just can't, especially with how everybody's playing up and down, inconsistent. And, you know, like Benner said, Taylor getting off to a slow start. I just feel like this would have been Henry's award. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, he got hurt when he did, but. Yeah, ugly MVP. We'll see who wins it out, but that's it, guys. I mean, we don't have anything else. Uh, who do you have winning tonight, Ryan? Me and Julian have Washington. I don't know if you're going to watch that game or not, but. Um, 
I mean, I, I think I think I think Washington gets the dub just because I think Seattle's in panic mode right now. You know, bringing Russell Wilson back. I mean, I, I love Russell, and I'm glad to see him back out there. I don't know if he was ready to come back out there. Um, I just think there's just a lot of question marks surrounding Seattle, and I think I think honestly we'll see Washington win by at least ten points. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I don't know if you changed anything else, Julian, but that, that I'm sticking with Washington that Seattle's done. No, no yeah. yeah. Washington, it was minus one when we did this. I mean, yeah. like I said, money line and spread. Do it, Washington. Book it. All right, yeah, well, that's it. Um, make sure to follow our social media, subscribe to Sports Inferno. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say. That's it. Enjoy some football and uh, enjoy this Thursday night. Anything else, Benner? That's it. Um. I mean, Jokic is back for the Nuggets tonight, so go Nuggets. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, well, we'll have them again on <laughs> soon. I don't know when, but we'll catch y'all later. Peace. Peace. Peace.